Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Lights, it is launch week for Time Builder, my new book that is all about thinking differently about this thing called time. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling stressed out, I'm talking to you. And I'm talking to you because I've been there. I've done the crazy making and I found my way out of the dark tunnel and I want to share with you what I've done to actually do more, better, in less time. And I'm not just saying that to sound salesy. This is really true. I've always been a really driven, super ambitious person. And I went to college at Carnegie Mellon, loaded for bear. And I bought into this idea that you needed to pull all-nighters and work really, really hard. And that it was never good enough, even if it was your best effort. And you know what happened to me? I got really sick. Chronic fatigue syndrome. And while I did get better and I did graduate on time, big goal there. That virus, that Epstein-Barr virus, stayed in my body. I no longer have the capacity to push myself. So I had to think a whole lot differently about how to do this thing called an architecture career. At the same time, it was non-negotiable to me that I was going to make a difference in the world and that the built environment absolutely has the power to help people be their best selves. So I have relentlessly pursued that mission and that cause in all kinds of ways, whether it is volunteer work in communities or serving on boards or being active in organizations or doing architecting, building a community because I'm that committed to this cause. It is my non-negotiable no matter what. So how do I do it? I've heard people say, you must never sleep. And the truth is, I actually kind of probably sleep more than most people because I kind of have to. So what's my secret? If you get Time Builder right now, this week, before Monday, because it launched on Monday of this week, and you use code, Time 21, that is all capital letters, T-I-M-E-2-1, you will get a 50% discount on a book that goes through everything I've learned, the secrets to my success in bending space and time so that I can live the life I was put on this earth to do and take care of myself. So I cover things like the balance myth. This idea that everything needs to be equally important versus your purpose being the primary importance. I cover how to use your brain differently. And this is backed up by neuroscience, no kidding. It makes a difference. You can use your subconscious mind like a search engine and 
get much more done because it's working for you instead of in habit cycles against creativity. I talk about self-care because believe me, I know, I know what it means and how important it is. Talk about anxiety and anxiety's byproducts, perfectionism and perfectionism's BFF, procrastination. Raise your hand if you can relate. I talk about bandwidth, right? Because we only have so much capacity and most of us are siphoning it off on the things that don't matter. So we got nothing left for the things that do. And last of all, I talk about something that might surprise you talking about time and that is receiving. That's right. Everything from delegation to networking, receiving support is one of the biggest roadblocks we have. We're afraid to let people in. We're afraid to leverage the relationships we have so that we don't have to work as hard clawing our way up a career ladder. If this is resonating with you, if you are saying, hell yeah, I got these problems, or even if you just have two or three of them, you need this book. This is not your typical time management, let's talk about organization and completing your planner kind of book. This is about rethinking how you prioritize things and what you choose to do. The boundaries you choose to make, the priorities you choose to have, and your mindset. You can magically somehow get what feels like more hours in your day, even though it'll be our little secret. You only have 24, just like everyone else. So again, go to architectingpodcast.com on the very front page is the link to get the book and use code TIME21 to get 50% off till August 9th. I can't wait for you to read it. I'm so excited. Today, let's talk a little bit about shining our light. This is something that comes up a lot, right? Because if you are the kind of personality that is balls to the walls, out there, direct, you can inadvertently offend people or put them off. They can think you're not listening or that you have it all figured out because you're, get this, too confident. And you don't really feel that you're too confident. It's just that the way you talk about who you are and what you do makes it sound like you already know the answers, even if you don't. When you achieve things and start to do things well, that can be off-putting as well. People can start to feel like you don't have a right to make the things in your life that are fueling you and feeding you the priority. And I've had this happen, right? I've had what I call the calendar wars where people don't look at my calendar or don't respect my calendar and they try to schedule my time for other things. And I'll admit it, every single thing on my calendar is not directly related to my job. A lot of it is related to other things I'm doing, but tangentially, it makes me perform better at my job. It makes my company stand out. And it is to the benefit of them and me that I am doing these things and advancing my mission and my cause. So why do I feel guilty saying no? 
Why do I feel guilty saying, sorry, that time slot was already taken up? And I think what it comes down to is really the story that we tell ourselves, right? Because I remember watching Monsters, Inc., of all things, with my kids, as well as the sequel to Monsters, Inc., If you're familiar with these movies, you know that one of the co-starring monsters, Mike Wazowski, is an eternal optimist. And Mike tends to be the person no one wants on their team, the person who's overlooked, the person who gets bypassed. And it's painfully obvious, as the viewer, that Mike is getting snubbed. And you feel for him, except his reaction is not the reaction of a snubbed person. Instead, every time, whether it was his face that got the magazine logo stamped over it, or it was not getting picked to have a buddy on the field trip, whatever it was, he always saw the positive side of it, not the rejection, not the hurt. In fact, he didn't feel those emotions at all. And that is such a great lesson because most of us have a story. In our story, we're not allowed to shine too bright. In our story, we're arrogant. In our story, we're difficult. In our story, we're the prima donna. So therefore, whenever anything happens, we interpret it through that filter. So when I have to say, no, I'm sorry, I am not available for a client meeting because I had a board meeting on my calendar. And you should have, first of all, looked at my calendar and second of all, checked with me first before you committed my time. That's holding a boundary. That's not being difficult or arrogant. That's simply stating a fact. If you had checked with me first, Maybe I could have shifted priorities, but you aren't the one who discerns what is and isn't important on my calendar. That's a fair statement. Why do I feel guilty saying it? Because I have the story, right? I have the story that I need to accommodate people or they won't like me. I have the story that I have to work really hard and earn their trust and their respect. And maybe that story is just a fairy tale. Maybe the truth of the matter is I need to just be my authentic self. I need to show up every day from a state of love, not a state of being triggered, but a state of love, but also a state of truth. And when you speak your truth in love, the story doesn't matter. How people choose or don't choose to perceive what you said doesn't matter. It matters that you were authentic, that you held your boundaries, and you are living your truth. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and that this idea of feeling comfortable shining your light resonated. Remember, it's kind of like being a lighthouse, right? When you shine your light, you are a beacon for others. And for those to whom it is too much, hand them a pair of sunglasses. Don't apologize for who you are or what you do. Always act from a place of love and you will be living your truth. 
Please share your stories with me on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook. I would love to hear them. If you know a friend who could benefit from the message of the architecting community, which is you matter and you're here to make a difference and architecture matters. And you never have to apologize for doing that. Do them a favor. Let them know about this podcast. It is free to subscribe, so make sure you do that. We are on every platform. You can find us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And we are on social media in all flavors. So please connect with our community, share it with others, and be part of a movement. Take care and stay inspired. I love you all. Bye. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired.